This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests. No calls. And no real content. Content. That part's not true. We got quality content here from 5 to 6 a.m. Oh, hi there. Al Dukes here. Uh, Jerry is off today because he will be working many days during the holidays. So I am joined by Mr. Christopher Lepresti. Oh, hi, CeeLo. Oh, good morning, Al. How are we doing, pal? You have a lot of energy. I was uh, As I was about to go to sleep last night, I heard you on the radio That's on right. Carton and Roberts. So I was like, hmm, I wonder what, you know, he's driving home and drive, getting up and driving right back, I guess, doing double, pulling double duty, as they say. The old quick turnaround day game after night game. However, yes. I did not drive home. I will say oh. that uh, the state of New York City, the fact that things are not what they once were, I was able to uh, get myself a room down the street for uh, less than 100 bucks. So... Uh, <laughs> That it was would nice normally to not have to yeah normally run you about you know two fifty to three hundred yeah four fifty oh. probably more so yeah yeah right. sometimes four fifty like when it starts to snow and we need rooms yeah. those little tiny boxes where you can you know stretch out and hit all four walls in your hotel room <laughs> run you about about four fifty I will say most of those really tiny hotel rooms in New York City they do have nice showers though yeah it was a good shower I got off to a good start this morning solid shower so I'm feeling good got my coffee and away we go. Yeah, you don't really ever see the floor because the bed is the size of the hotel room. Yeah, but probably better that way. Yeah, yes, exactly. But the, they all have like quality showers and bathrooms, which I love. I will take that over over having room to do nothing in the room anyway. Totally agree. I'm just know there what to I'm sleep saying? anyway. I'm, I'm not looking to have extracurricular activities or anything like that. Right. You know? With with yourself or uh, you know if the wife came in. Correct. Um. Let's do something. I've got two different regular segments that we do on this show that I'm going to do with you today. Let's do the first one right here oh, to I'm start excited. it off. This is uh, Buzz No Buzz. Oh, yes. I'm familiar with this one. This is a segment uh, uh, that Jerry and I do, which is, which is I give you a topic, CeeLo. Yeah. And right off the bat, you tell me, is there buzz surrounding this topic or is there no buzz oh, surrounding right this topic? And normally it's what your gut tells you. When you have to think about it, there is no buzz. You know what I'm saying? That. I know 100% what you're saying. Yeah. You follow buzz, no buzz. It's a guttural reaction. Absolutely. The Brooklyn Nets season. Buzz, no buzz. Buzz. Definitely. Feel the buzz. same way. I have no interest in basketball. And I feel buzz. Because I'm getting of, moist. Yep, and Evan's getting moist. Craig wasn't even sure you knew the Nets were playing. I last heard night, that. So. 
I almost called in, but <laughs> I hear lots of things in there that I want to call in and yell about. Here's but how yes. I know there's buzz. Now, I understand mm-hmm. Evan's always going to be passionate. but I Evan went will in, always have buzz. I went in there yesterday at 5 o'clock with the boys, the top five at five, and my idea was to give them the top five net-related sound bites to get everyone ready for last night's game, right? Big mm-hmm. matchup with the Warriors. I barely got through number two, and the two of them went off on like a 10 or 15-minute shouting match back and forth at each other about the Nets and being organic or not organic. Craig's a Nick fan. So the passion that guy's an ass! Exactly. So the passion you heard there in those mm-hmm. 10 or 15 minutes tells you that there's buzz. Yes, and when I woke up this morning to see that uh, Kevin Durant, what did he get, uh, scored 22 points in 25 minutes? Yeah, Kyrie. He's long, yeah. he's incredibly yeah. talented. Yeah. <laughs> long and talented. <laughs> Can't ask for a better combination. Nope. Uh, and they didn't even have to play the fourth quarter. Kyrie had 24 in the first half. He finished with 27. I mean, they they blew them out. It, it wasn't even competitive, really, in the second half. And that was the Warriors. Right. Minus uh, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. But you still Where were those guys? Well, Clay's out for the year because he had another significant injury? injury. I forget what it was this time. Achilles, I want to say. And uh, Draymond, I think, has some sort of foot issue. If I'm not mistaken. We have been mocking guys like Evan, and strangely, the WFAN hallways and newsroom, when there are people allowed in there, it's a buzz with Nets fans. It's very strange. You're right. We we It's like you normally would be a small little cross-section, but we do. The, the Net fan is more, I feel like, prevalent here than the Nick fan. Or maybe, oh, yeah. Or maybe not oh, so yeah. much more, but just they're more into it because their team's on the upswing. Whereas when you're you're a Nick fan, like, what do you really have to say from the last 15 or 20 years, you know? Right. Yeah, so I feel the buzz because when I woke up and I saw the blowout, I saw still photos of Kevin Durant, you know, in action. I saw Kyrie saying he's not going to be playing hero basketball yeah, we'll anymore. He's a team player now. Not going to be playing hero basketball. Meanwhile, he pulled up from like just inside half court and buried a three in the first half last night. He made <laughs> it, but still, you know, that's I don't know. That's, I'm not sure I believe what he's selling there. That's fine, though. That's not hero basketball. This is starting, if they go on a nice little run to start the season, the last time I felt buzz in this city for basketball was the the um, uh, Lynn Sanity run. I thought you were going to say the Carmelo trade, but yeah, Lynn Sanity, you're right about that. That's the Lynn Sanity run had buzz. I was me. into that, and I'm not even a Nick fan. Same I don't here. have a favorite basketball. I mean, I'm follow it, obviously, but yeah. I don't claim to be a fan of any of the, the local hoops teams. But I was into that for sure. Yeah, and it's funny hearing the callers to the radio station, and especially when you got a guy like Craig in the afternoon who screams about the Knicks and how you can tell some of the old school Knicks fans are angry. We heard from one of them right before I played the cuts yesterday. Uncle P called Uncle up and P. Was, was was ripping on WFAN for catering to the Nets now that they have a couple of relevant players. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm feeling the buzz. I'm, I'll be catering to the Nets fans as well right now. We're a now. bunch of front runners around here, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, we've got nothing but losers all around us. Jets, <laughs> Giants. Yeah, Yankees, Mets. Not you know the, the Mets now have a resurgence as well. I mean, look at this. Look at if the Jets can figure out a head coach and get a high quality uh, draft uh, pick in the first or second pick of the draft. Oh, is that all? The resurgence <laughs> of the downtrodden teams, Mets, you, Jets, Nets, that's something. But Al, what you just described as far as if the Jets could just do this, <laughs> they've been trying to do that since oh. they won with Namath, you know? I mean, right. come on. 
They've had Ooh. they've had a couple of spots here and there, obviously, where there's been some success. We know that. The Rex Ryan first couple of years, that's all well and good, but that ended in heartache and heartbreak as well. And as we've come to learn, that quarterback they thought they had there, they didn't have either. And the head coach didn't last very long, and here we are going through the same cycle again with Adam Gase and Sam Darnold. That's so. true. But maybe with the resurgence of the Brooklyn Nets, That'll people will be inspire the Jets. Is this more interesting than when the New Jersey Nets made runs and made it to the finals and this sort of thing? Because there was really, I feel like, and I wasn't here at the time, but I feel like there would have been no buzz. There was, uh, You know what? That's a good question. I don't remember. I wasn't here myself, obviously, but I'm sure I was listening to the station at the time. But do you think like Mike and the Mad Dog were breaking down those Nets games? Probably. Maybe really? not the way they would if it were the Knicks, obviously. But I'd imagine that when the Nets were going good with Jason Kidd and playing a lot of playoff games, I'm sure it was discussed at least. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm sure they broke it down in the updates, but I just wonder were there calls, were there Nets, were there were there New Jersey Nets fans? Yeah, Evan Roberts called called the station. Hey. Or I guess at that time when I'm he, starting to smoke the Dicky pipe right now. Mm-hmm. He was probably already hosting, you know, as a junior in high school. As a child, like yeah, yeah. Had, had some shows himself. He was right. doing all right. Well, Alex, so we're, Christmas Day, if you're really into the Nets, about five, the Nets? five o'clock, you can watch Kyrie against his former team. They play at the Celtics oh, on Christmas Day as part at of that, the TD Bank it? Arena. I think it's like a five games on Christmas Day this year or something like that. They just do keep think, coming one after the other. Do you think athletes like to play on Christmas Day? No way. Probably not. Does you want to be your family? I mean, I know it's like a tradition for basketball to play on Christmas Day for whatever reason, just like I guess football on Thanksgiving. Yeah, but we even have a football game on on Christmas Day. I We've know. Got, uh, what do we got? Vikings. Saints, Vikings. Saints. Yes, I'd imagine that in a normal year you probably wouldn't mind it because you probably just have your family travel with you. Or obviously, if you're yeah. the home team, you just go home after oh, the, the game. Team. But obviously, here in 2020, nothing is normal. And yeah. that's not really the case. But if you got children, you want to wake up, you want to open presents. Well, kids wake up very early, Al, and the first game on Christmas is at noon. So That's true. I, I used to get up like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Well that's what that's what it's like in my house. My kids are usually up between five and six thirty, so Especially if I knew there was either a Spider Man under the tree or something from the NFL portion of the Sears catalog. Oh, yeah. The oh, Sears I was catalog. locked in. Outstanding. Now, did Love you, the were Sears you a catalog. kid that struggled to sleep Christmas Eve? Like, yeah. Was it hard for you to go down? Yeah, it was tough because he's just thinking of all these things that could potentially be under the tree. Yeah. It is an exciting time. And if you, you get up early down. before anybody else, you can kind of eyeball how am I doing compared to my sisters as far as sizes of gifts and number yeah. of gifts? But then you got to the 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 waiting and the anticipation for everyone else to wake up can be a bit of a struggle. Tom Petty said it: the waiting is the hardest part. You know, he's one hundred percent right. Yeah, brilliant mind. Yeah, so you're gonna have to get up early because you've got children. Yeah, that's a lock. There's, I'll be walking really a dog no at way around it. Four o'clock in the morning on Christmas because she doesn't know that. Yeah, you've got her on your weekday yeah. schedule, so yeah. when you're off, she doesn't mm-hmm. understand how that works. Nope. Yeah. That's another Jeez. occupational hazard for you. Not a not a good job by me. Okay, so we're both going buzz. Oh, yeah. Definitely buzz. Buzz, buzz. That's an easy one. All right. Buzz for the next season. I'm looking forward to it because we will have something to talk about now, I hope. That would be nice. Basketball. Yeah, because it's been a quiet baseball offseason so far. Obviously, that could heat up at any moment. But, um, yeah, this would be good because we know the football teams are going to be you know, put out to pasture here very shortly. <laughs> I did see uh, John Heyman tweeting yesterday that the Mets have recently contacted DJ LeMay here. Yeah, I saw I that. I just closed my eyes. Uh-huh. 
And I think of that gentleman. Evan, we're past the Nets now. We're <laughs> on to the Mets and DJ LeMahieu. He's dreaming about DJ playing He's... second base for the Mets now. Right. I mean, this is like a po- this is like uh, uh, heavenly for Evan Roberts. His Nets are are on the verge of potentially having a great season. The Mets are on the verge of potentially signing uh, guys. The Jets are on the verge of potentially getting Trevor Lawrence because I think Gardner Minshew is going to beat uh, beat the Bears. Beat the Bears. Bears I do. have been better the last few weeks, but uh, I guess it's possible. I know oh, he, I saw yesterday uh, Andrew Siciliano from NFL Network is guaranteeing a Jaguars win over the Bears. Is that right? Yeah, I guess he just figures it fits with the narrative, right? You know, the, right. the Jets and the Jaguars, these success-starved franchises can't get out of their own way. So the Jets screwed up last week, and now he figures the Jaguars will follow suit this week. As we sit here, though, CeeLo, on December 23rd, uh, the John Heyman, DJ LeMay, who report that the Mets have contacted him, although we knew that was going to happen. Do I you- thought it already had happened, to be honest with you. All I kept hearing was, you know, Mets and Yankees are fighting over DJ. Well, how yeah. are they fighting over him if the Mets hadn't even spoken to him? Good point. So, would you I don't know. put him at what? What's your higher percentage? He goes to the Mets, the Yankees, or a, another a team. mystery team? A mystery suitor. I would. I'd have to say that I would still favor the Yankees. I think Me when too. push comes to shove, that final call will go to Brian Cashman. All right, what's what, what do you got? What's the offer? And and we'll match it. Right, because be he's guess. he's not gonna he he will lose some deals to the Mets, you know, players that are free agent. He's not losing one of his guys that I'm, the fans love I'm to ass- the Mets. I'm assuming that's the case, but again, I don't. I really have no idea what's up with them financially. Like, how real is this crunch that they and the other teams are are in that suffered through 2020? So that's what makes the Mets situation unique beyond the fact that Steve Cohen's loaded. He didn't just lose, you know, millions and millions of dollars on the 2020 season. Right. All right, CeeLo. Well, this is the final warm-up show of the year. I'm honored to be a part of it, by the way. You're going to be a part of it. When we come back from the break, uh, something we call here cool games. Mm. Cool games. All I'm going to ask you, CeeLo, is to pull up the Week 16 NFL schedule and eyeball and look for cool games. Easy enough. Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour, back with some cool games after this. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, now offering contact-free delivery. Yeah, Jerry and I will not touch you when we meet you. No handshakes, no fist bumps. When we hand you your food, it will not be touched by our hands. Oh, hi. I'm Al. Jerry is out today. Oh, hi. He's working some I'm holidays. CeeLo. So CeeLo is joining us. And Last he's got us rocking. Last day of the year for you, right, Al? Last day of the year for me, uh, me and the warm-up show elves have to get working for (laughs) Santa to prepare him for his big day of going, a big night of going out on Christmas Eve into Christmas morning. I do enjoy how the morning show staff has kind of just slowly exited the door for 2020 while the two (laughs) hosts remain. Eddie, 
yourself after today. Now, I know yep. Bobby's back tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, right? he is. But he, the last few days, Jerry, Boomer, and Geo remain. Yeah, today I've, and seen this, I've seen this move by rock bands in the past. So what they'll do is they will, uh, you know, they're, they're jamming out. They know it's their last song. They've already done the encore. Then, like, the drummer will leave, and then it's just, like, the guitars, and the bass player walks off, and you're left with just the lead singer. And then eventually and then, you got nothing. Then that song ends, and he walks off, that's and it. that's it. See you next year. That's it. CeeLo, <laughs> we've got a segment here called Cool Games, and uh, so let me get, I got a tweet about it. A bruff on Twitter asked, please tell me you're going to play your Cool Games song. Of course I will, bro. Oh, there's a song. Great. This is the only reason I'm doing Cool Games. <laughs> What this is, CeeLo, is uh, as we go through the schedule quickly, this is not a long, drawn-out segment. We go through the NFL schedule quickly to point out to the listeners which games are the cool games to watch this week. Is this also how you hone in on your teams for your $5 parlay? No, because I do the parlay. I have to tape that very early in the week. Oh, see, and that's normally, why you're losing all the time. Exactly. you got to do it early in the week. Exactly. Cause Lock and change. i got to get production's got to be done. Mm. You know, the little um, the little tiny fat Geo cartoon, the Jerry Bear, They, th- those are difficult to work into these things. Yeah, so Tom Izzo's got a lot on his that. plate, I know. Yeah. yeah, but last week when we did this segment, I debuted a brand new song uh, open for cool cool games, and I'd, I'd like to do it live for you now, CeeLo. I'm very excited. Go right, right ahead. for cool games I know that it's time for some cool games time for cool games Al and CeeLo have got some cool games I have two questions for you yeah. real quick before we do this. Number before one. Before we do cool games. Was that live or recorded? That was live. I do that live. We wow. do it live. On the spot. Nicely done. On the spot. Num- I play my, my music bed underneath me. Yes. Hear the crowd going wild for cool games. That would have been your encore that just the music ended and then it was just you and then you walked off the stage like we just mentioned. Then the lights go up and you know it's time to leave. That's right. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. All right. Uh, number two is, am I supposed to know what song that really is? Well, no, your parents will know it, though. It's one of those situations. Right. Uh, cool Change was a great yacht rock hit from the 70s. Okay. Yeah. Is it by anybody notable? No. All right. So, Little River uh, so Band, I don't have I to believe. be embarrassed that I No, no, know you that. shouldn't know that. Okay, you good. shouldn't know that. Very good. You sh- in fact, a lot of people think it's an original, okay. which is even better. I, yeah, with you, I know it usually is based on something from the past. You like right. to change up the words. So that change I, it up. I, mean, I assumed correctly there. So, CeeLo, with Cool Games this week, they're spread out over... Not one, not two, but three game, three mm-hmm. days. We've got Friday games, Saturday games, and Sunday games. Actually, now, four because there's a Monday night game too. And a Monday night game, about four that? games, CeeLo, four days. And if you want to count the, uh, is there a Thursday night game? No, no. I think that's why they're they, they yeah, just it. bump it to Christmas. Who yeah, needs bump it Thursday? Now? No one's Screw paying it. attention on Christmas Eve. We'll do Christmas well, instead. Yeah, let the Vikings and Saints players not be with their families. Exactly. Let's let make them right. play on uh, Christmas. F- now, a couple things to consider. When a game is a cool game or not, when there's only one game on the slate, it probably more likely it's a cool game to watch because there's nothing. It's got no competition. It's an automatic. It's a waiver situation. Yeah, for the most part, it could be still a sucky game. Then Saturday you got three games, and then Sunday it's more competition for cool games. Sure. So starting off on Christmas, we mentioned Vikings at Saints. Is that a cool game? 
Uh, it's okay. The standalone helps. It's a holiday. I'm interested to see if Drew Brees looks a little better than he did a week ago, but eh. I agree. Standalone game because it's a holiday and because Drew Brees, we're trying to evaluate him for the playoffs. Yeah, big deal. All right. Saturday slate of game starts with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions. Absolutely not a cool game. Not a cool game. I have Even no with Tom Brady. Watching the Lions anymore. No. Okay. Same no, here. I'm done with the Lions. 4.30 game on Saturday. We've got Niners-Cardinals. Zero interest. No cool Nick game. Nick Mullins isn't even playing now. you got C.J. <laughs> Beathard backed up by Josh Rosen. <laughs> the freaking 49ers, man. You want to talk about the post-Super Bowl loss curse. Yeah. Good Lord. they got nobody left on their rosters. How the mighty have fallen. Yes. And the final game on Saturday is a Saturday night game. Dolphins at the Raiders. Eh. Notable mm. franchises. Derek Carr may or may not play in this game. Yeah. And the Raiders are kind of like left for dead now a little bit. What about uh, Tua? I'm not. You're not interested. I'm not that high on Tua yet. Wow. I I appreciate the accuracy and the ball placement, but I haven't seen him make enough big plays to really get excited about him. Like I look at him compared to Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow before he got hurt. And I just, I don't see it. Maybe it'll, maybe that'll change over time, but I don't see it yet. So looking at the Saturday games, it looks like we're three. saying, yeah. you know what? If you got, if you're gonna spend some time with your family this weekend, post Christmas, how about Saturday? Well, that's just me. I don't want to yeah. take the words out of your mouth. You might feel differently about. No, I, I, I feel very similarly. Uh, I'm interested in the Saints on Christmas just because it's Christmas. Uh, I kind of like Tom Brady, but I have no interest in the Lions, Niners, Cardinals. I don't know what's no. going on with the Niners, like you said. And Dolphins, Raiders sounds like it should be a cool game, but really isn't. I mean, you've got wild card interest there, obviously, as far as the records go. I mean, Miami's in pretty good shape, but eh. Cool games is like buzz, no buzz. If you can't tell me straight up that's a cool game, it's not a cool game. Unfortunately, I I took a glance. I don't think I feel there are many of them here in week 16. (laughs) What about on Sunday, locally, Giants-Ravens? Locally, is it a cool game? Yeah, I mean, it is just because the Giants technically are still alive, but... I mean, Fal- they could right. be put out of their misery this week pretty quickly. They lose, Fal- Washington wins, it's over. Falcons, Chiefs. No. Not even with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Patrick I love Mahomes watching Patrick Mahomes, but it, yeah, I mean, it's the same story with them every week. People, Teams can't keep up. Panthers, Washington. That's a one o'clocker. Mm, keep an eyeball yes. on it as a Giant fan. Yeah, it, there's some there's some coolness there. You also got Ron Rivera against his former team, but who knows what's eh. up with their quarterback situation after what Dwayne Haskins did over the weekend. Yeah, I think uh, Alex Smith is playing. I would you know, hope I, so. I, I, you know how I make these calls on the quarterbacks early oh, yeah. in the week uh, as an insider. Al Dukes uh, reports. Uh, I'm reporting Alex Smith is playing. 100%. Sounds good to me. Browns Jets cool game. No. Bears Jaguars. <laughs> good lord, no. Other than a, just to see if the Jags a peak in game. Yeah, peak in game. If it's if if it's close late, then you take a look for the Jets standpoint. Yeah. Man, you ain't kidding, CeeLo. Look at these games. It's Bengals, bad. Texans. Yeah, it's terrible. Colts, Steelers. Decent. I mean, the Steelers, God, what happened to them? You'd they like to see them bounce back a little bit against a good Colts team and maybe give you a little bit of optimism heading into the playoffs. Broncos, Chargers. No. Eagles, Cowboys. No. Rams, Seahawks. Yes. I, I, cool game. I, yeah, I like the NFC West, and I'm anxious to see how the Rams respond to what happened last week. Again, in a tough spot against a good divisional opponent on the road. Both teams, that's, uh, you're talking about NFC West uh, dogfight there. Right. Titans-Packers. Absolutely. Sunday night. Yeah. Sunday. That's a it's cool a good game prime time game, yeah. And the Monday nighter is Bills-Patriots. Uh, normally I'd say yes, but like... Uh, what are, what are the Pats? They're eliminated. They're yeah. playing spoiler now, I guess. I mean, the Bills have been a well-oiled machine. I mean, standalone, I'll watch it. 
but I don't think it's as uh, sexy as maybe a couple of weeks ago. Well, that's the problem. As we get later into the season, I explained this to Jerry, the cool games become less and less, but the games that are cool games, really cool games. Really cool. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. So those were our cool games. Those are Alan Silo's cool games. Not many games. Our cool games. I don't have the rest of that song worked <laughs> out, but that was cool games. That was a good segment, CeeLo. Thank you for joining me on Cool Games. Oh, thank you, Al. Have and you ever performed crowd. as a singer in front of an audience out beyond what you do here on the radio? I have one time when uh, uh, Boomer and Carton did did something at the uh, Beacon Theater. Oh, okay. I think we did like a uh, we did a Friday after Thanksgiving comedy show. Uh, in a sold out that. Beacon yeah. Theater, and I sang Beat Tom Brady. Very I nice. Tell you, it was one of the thrills of my life. Were you very nervous leading into that? Well, I I would have been, but I did I did some vodka drinks. Okay, a couple of adult beverages ease the nerves. Good. Never yeah. done the karaoke bar thing. Uh, many years ago. Okay, so that counts. That counts. But I have a I have a a frame on my wall, Cielo, with three black and white artistic photos. Are those the ones that we can sometimes see behind you yeah. on the, the Zoom here. And they are my favorite moments from working at WFAN. One is me singing on stage at the Beacon Theater. One is meeting Jerry Seinfeld. And one is me in a in a uniform uh, on the field at Yankee Stadium. Very nice. Those are Those good are choices. Cool. Yeah. Cool picks. <laughs> now, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Dwayne Haskins and the Redskins situation. What he, a clown. Uh, he apologized for uh, his maskless trip to a strip club, although... And I would say this according to some of the photos that I've seen that were leaked. It, he, There are sources that say he didn't go to a strip club. He had a private party where yeah. he hired strippers. That makes it so much better, you know, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I didn't actually go to the establishment. Yeah, they came no. to me, so it's brought, all good. And I, I clearly tested all of them for COVID, and we quarantined. They quarantined for two weeks, so it's all good, man. Private party, no masks, a couple bunch of strippers. It's fine. No big deal. Because he did uh, think ahead. He, all the strippers had Wayne Haskins jerseys on. Dwayne, yes. Dwayne. Yeah. What did I call him? Wayne? I, it sounded like he said Wayne. Yeah, you're right. I That's did right. say Wayne. <laughs> Dwayne has. <laughs> and poor Joe Theismann. Remember Joe Theismann was all in? He's like, this guy can have my jersey number. Yeah. Not that he needed to bless it, but it was nice. Like, he had high hopes for Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. It's all right. Now, he's not even doing? a good player. Right. <laughs> It's going to be over pretty quick. I don't think he's long for Washington. Yeah. You could tell Ron Rivera sniffed that out right away. <laughs> I mean, good God. <laughs> I've heard some not so good things about this guy. And apparently this is his second COVID violation already. Yes. Yes. So, man. And now I know they said they're not going to, the word is they're not going to release him. And I mean, I don't know how they really could right now because they don't have any. They've got Alex Smith, who was the third stringer to start the year. Mm -hmm. So they got to keep him around for now. They do. They could even need him to start this week if Alex Smith isn't ready to go. How crazy right. is that? I think they were ready to, uh, you know, and he threw, he had a lot of attempts last week, I remember. I think it was like 50 attempts or something. Was like, it? They were, yeah, wow. they let him throw the football around. I guess they couldn't establish it. the run against that Seattle defense, huh? Gunslinger. He was By the slinging. way, I love that he comes out with the apology on Twitter and, oh, yeah. I got to take responsibility and be more mature and blah, 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 blah. 
And then, like, a few minutes later, changes his Twitter account to private, and the tweet can no longer be seen. Smart. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Washington said, listen, just, just shut it down. Shut it down! Shut it down! Shut it down! Right? Turn down the Twitter account for now, but yeah. you're right, 55 attempts last week. Yeah. Good that's lord. What I mean. And they ran it 20 times for 84. I didn't watch, I wasn't locked in on that game, I was monitoring it at work. Yeah. Um, but wow, I did not realize that. 38 out of 55 for only 295 yards. It's a low yardage total for that many completions and attempts. It sure is. Hmm. A lot of underneath stuff. I think your arm hurts after 50 attempts or whatever he had. Yeah. But they can still, if they win, they beat Carolina and the Giants lose to the Ravens, which is very possible. NFC East to the Washington football team. Mm. Lock it but- up. Let's take a break here, CeeLo, with Boomer and Geo coming up at 6. When we come back, I've got a piece of my childhood being torn down. I've got Tom Brady (laughs) attempting to slam Tony Dungy, but it backfired on him. All these sorts of things. And Boomer and Geo at the top. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Alan Jerry now offering curbside delivery. Yeah, contact-free curbside delivery. Uh, Jerry is off today, working some days during the holiday, so CeeLo joins me for another segment or so. Welcome back, CeeLo. Thank you, Al. Before we get to this uh, big tease about tearing down another piece of your childhood, I got a couple yeah. things for you. All right. Number one, I heard the boys yesterday that Geo's commute was affected by this propane tank that flipped over and the fireball on, uh, well, I guess it was the LIE, right? <laughs> that, so I did yes, see the video right. and the pictures of that, just, is you know, right? alarming. And now I'm in here this morning, and the news is running a story about there was a four people that died in a three-car crash in Yonkers through the night. What are we doing out there? Dude, the images, one of the cars is literally cut in half. Really? What is going on out there? I don't know. Good Very Lord. Very dangerous. God. Very dangerous to leave your home to get in a car. Ah. That is true. Like, I do think of that before I, you know, sometimes people are like, ah, I just had to get out of the house and go for a drive. <laughs> I do think, like... Your chances of uh, not doing well in a yeah. car accident are probably the highest d- dangerous thing we do uh, every day. Right, the people that you know have the phobia of getting on airplanes and worried yeah. about dying in an airplane crash. I mean, but yet you get in the car every day, and the odds are much higher, as you mentioned. And then you know, in the middle of the night, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, you don't know even yeah. if you are going to work or you're a truck driver who's uh, delivering things in the middle of the night, you don't know what the other people on the road have been up to all night long. Exactly. And knock on wood, I mean, you and I have made many of those rides in. I don't, yeah. I can't speak for you, but I, I never, I've never run into anything extreme like that. Not even yeah, for like, myself, just passing along, seeing something, you know? No, I've not seen that, but like I've been driving in with uh, Jerry a number of times. We'd be like, look at this guy's no headlights on. Right. So like something's going on with that guy. Yeah. He's in the in the road on a highway with no headlights. No headlights, people that are swerving or yeah. you know, not not uh waking up to hit the gas pedal at the green light, right. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Got to be careful out there. Now the other much uh, lighter item is I think I'm on to something here, and let me ask you this first, because maybe I'm not. Now, can you share on the air what you got, Craigie, for the holidays? 
Did you send him some sort of? Uh, I sent him food the brownies. Item? Yeah, the brownies. Yes. So he was mocking me for that. Okay, so then it makes sense why they were left out for the the buzzards to pick at here in the How newsroom. How dare he! <laughs> He guy makes me. a big stink about the holiday gifts. Yeah. And as he's walking out the door yesterday, last night at 7 o'clock, all of a sudden I see the brownies left there for public consumption. And those are individually wrapped. Yes, brownies. which is why it's okay to leave them out. Better. You know, it's not a situation where boomers are going to come in kicking and screaming about leaving food out again. Now, you could say he's being a nice team player, right? He wants to share. Yeah, but that, I gave that gift to him and his family. Yeah. Well, it looks like it didn't make it home to the family. Unbelievable. So he's sharing it with his radio family. Instead. It was sent home to the family, oh, okay. which means he took them in <laughs> to the radio station. Well, I'll and tell you what, was... there's about 15 of them left outside in the newsroom right now. So the, the folks that uh, that are working through the holidays will be very appreciative. Maybe I'll put a sign up and says, these are from Al Dukes, just yeah. so you oh, get the proper definitely. credit. Yeah, do that. Okay, I can handle that for you. I heard him complaining that I sent brownies to his home when in the past I've sent steak. Which is interesting now. because the fellow's working on his show, Tommy Lugauer and Chris McMonagall got him a uh, Omaha Steaks gift card that they presented him with yesterday. I got him, I'll to tell this story, I got him steaks one time when I, the first year. Yes, it had a lasting impact. Well, something he told me, I was like, I ain't sending this guy steaks anymore. He, his son Lucky at the time was very young. Yes. I feel like he was like three. And Craig also had a dog named Tiger. And not jokingly, he said, Oh, thank you for the steaks. Yeah, Lucky and Tiger love the fillet. That's what he said. <laughs> they get the dog. A three-year-old and a dog. <laughs> That's it. No Cut it up steaks. into little bits. There you go. In a in a dish in a bowl. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Serve yourself. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. great. That's great. You're serving purpose with your uh, your holiday gifts for Craig. That's but great. I thought the brownies were good because, and I did hear him eating, biting them on the, you know, yeah. because they come in different flavors and things. Just well, maybe he had one of each and he, he moved did. on. I think you know? he, yes, and that's how he is. Okay. He moves on very quickly yes. with these uh, food items. <laughs> Not just with food, just in general. In general, it, right. It, it moves quickly, yes. A lot so going I, on in that brain. I see uh, the... Uh, Jack Murphy Stadium, which was the home of the San Diego Chargers and the San Diego Padres for many years, is uh, being demolished. Hosted three Super Bowls. I hate any stadium being demolished that I liked as a child. I understand that. Sentimentality, right? Yeah, it was like when Shea Stadium, Yankee Stadium. Giant Stadium. Or did you not care about that? No, even Giant Stadium, which was just a big... You know, monstrosity there in the swamps of Jersey. It's better than what's there now. Yeah. Just that I feel like these older ballparks had more character. Uh, This was Jack Murphy Stadium. That was one of those ballparks where when the Chargers played, they had to like play on the infield dirt. Yeah. Which I loved. That's what I loved about when the Jets used to play at Chase Stadium. I like any time when there's infield dirt. On your football field. The you like Raiders. that for your... The Raiders played in Oakland and like that. Yeah, I like that. The Oakland Coliseum, yes. So yeah. you like that visually for yourself. You like the optics yeah. of that, not caring about the you know the health and safety of the players. Right. Uh, that sounds about right. But I like that, but I don't like... Like Boomer played on, you know, a veteran stadium turf. Oh, yeah, the, the Astrodome. Astro turf. Yeah. I didn't like that stuff because that looked, that looked painful. Right. But not very f- cushy. Not cushy, but the fields that were baseball fields, like Jack Murphy Stadium, I really liked. And I, then you get these fancy new stadiums, like we see the the Vegas Raiders Stadium, the the Chargers Rams Stadium. They look cool and all, but they look 
too pristine. <laughs> too good. A little too good. She, yeah, a little she's too, too good. good. Little, yeah. Just a little too good. They got the fields that roll in and out. Yeah, the I one don't in like Vegas, that. the one in Glendale, they roll it out to get the sun. They grow the natural grass and then they roll it back indoors. That's kind of cool, actually. To be honest, I want a field that where I see guys bleeding. <laughs> okay, I like understand. the Raiders when they would play in that Oakland stadium yeah. that you mentioned with the with the infield dirt. Your elbows would be bloody. It'd be mixed with the stickum that you had as uh, Lester Hayes as a cornerback. Yeah, you're looking for the old school NFL. Yeah, I understand. who knew I'm, this I'm, place even was still standing? I mean, they haven't. Yeah. Who's even been in there? I'm I know. Out, What's been going on? Well, the Western. Astrodome is still standing. Wow. I, I got to check that out next. So let's see. You had uh, some sort of Fakakta soccer team playing in there through last year. <laughs> the San Diego fleet of the, uh, I think, now defunct AAF. Oh, yeah. And the Holiday Bowl, college football through 2019. It used I think to host the Poinsettia Bowl. It hosted three Super Bowls, the last of which was... Bucks Raiders. Yeah, but that's what eighteen years ago now. That's a few years back. Yeah. Oh, San Diego State played there as well. Okay, correct. All right. Let me see what's going on at the Astrodome. There. Goodbye, Jack Murphy Stadium. A couple of dudes a couple of years ago, and you can find this uh, on the internet. They were able to sneak into the Astrodome. And what did and they, they do? They took a whole bunch of pictures as to what it looked like in there. It was pretty wild. I think I remember that, actually. Yeah. It was a cool thing. I mean, you can't breaking and entering, probably a crime. They haven't done anything. There have been no tenants in the Astrodome since 2006. Just the old ghost of Dan Pastorini. Why? Like Earl Campbell. Dave Casper. Huh. Others. Non-compliant with fire code in 2008. Too bad. Parts of it were demolished in 2013. Let's bring back Hmm. the old stadium, and let's bring back the Houston Oilers. Interesting. Houston. The Oilers should come back and just kick the Texans right out of Houston. Get out. (laughs) That would kind of be like the Browns resurfacing in Cleveland after they became the Ravens and went to Baltimore. In this case, the Oilers went to Tennessee, became the Titans. Now they'll come back and get rid of the Texans. The Oilers were the Oilers. I understand. They used to whip Boomer's ass. Ah, his ass. In the Astrodome. Oh, they used to just kick his <laughs> ass right in the Astrodome, up and down the Astrodome. An ass curve. kicking in the Astrodome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys in baby powder blue just piling on Boomer. Yeah. I did see a, a cool thing. There's a great a Twitter handle called NFL Throwback. Okay. And they do like, it's a lot of like birthday shout outs, but in a birthday shout out, they'll, they'll do a highlight reel of somebody. And they were showing the it was Cowie Long's birthday, and like half the highlights were him just burying Boomer <laughs> <laughs> and Jim Kelly. Boy, that guy was a badass. Yes, he was. Oh, and he was good looking too. Wow, like a good looking guy who could beat you up. Still a good looking guy, by oh, the way. Yeah. In tremendous shape. Guy. Tremendous so hair. So while Kevin Green didn't get after Boomer much, Howie no. Long did quite a bit. He did quite a bit, I according see. to this uh, thing. And what else do I have here for you? Oh, this Josh Rosen. Remember. Everyone was clamoring. There seemed to be a lot of teams clamoring for Josh Rosen after he failed with the Cardinals. Like, I remember even Jets fans be like, we got to get Josh Rosen. I don't know that I remember it that way, but okay, we'll go with that narrative. I mean, that guy was a high pick, was he not? He was a high pick. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. No, I'm just saying. I believe he was 10th. I think he went 10th overall. Mm -hmm. Let me look, see, though, because this is going to help my argument. I'm going to beat you you to it. 10th overall pick in 2018. For a quarterback, that's high. It's, right? it's, I mean, we expect him not to be a loser on a practice. Yeah, there have been plenty of those guys that have flamed out pretty quick. Right. Which was why I really, Jerry Recco changed my mind the other day. 
on Josh Rosen so, specifically? Not on Josh Rosen, right. on, on the, the whole Trevor Lawrence thing in the Jets. He really talked a lot of sense, and it worked on me. Okay, like, that was and annoyed. that was what? That you find the quarter, it's not always the guy who goes number one that turns into a stud? Was that the it's point? It's mostly not the guy. Who, yeah. Yeah. And and I heard Carton and Roberts screaming, telling Jerry to shove it, because uh, they didn't like that <laughs> argument. But it's a great, it's, it's not an argument, it's facts. Like, it, these guys... It's not an end-all, be-all that Josh, that uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence not coming to the Jets is going to be a disaster, nor is he the savior if he comes here. It's, it, it's, it's so many things go into it. Yes, but it's dependent on the year, the draft, and the specific prospect, right? So this guy is one of those con- – considered to be one of those, you know, once in a generation guys, like an Andrew Luck yes. type, an Aaron Rodgers type. Now, of course, Aaron Rodgers, as we know, fell in the draft, did not go number one overall, was sitting there in the green room with the pout on his face until the Packers finally took him. Um, but it depends on the draft and the other guys that are in the draft, right? So so what Justin Fields from Ohio State, I don't know if you saw Tiki Barber. Who They're did, yelling at did me to break seal. Oh, okay. All right, We're going to be ruined a Boomer and Geo. Finish that on the other side. All right, then. Alan Jerry, this is the new normal. That's right. Asila, uh, we rudely interrupted you at the last segment, and you were not able to get your thoughts out. We had it to hit the commercial break. So I want to give you the floor right before 